0: The Race for the
1: Ring, episode 86, Spanish and Burnout, with Olga Perez. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles and I want to know why each week we'll chat with a different dating queen or king socialite or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today pitfalls to steer clear from and how to find the finest fish in the sea get ready set go hi everybody welcome back to the race for the ring I have a very interesting guest today. Her name is Olga Perez. She's a life strategist, she's a keynote speaker, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and, um, has really like made a career of helping people find their purpose, kind of digging deep within themselves to find what makes them truly happy so that they can exude, um, to the rest of the world, the version of their best self and ultimately find love and admiration for themselves from within. Parker agrees. If you hear her barking in the background, she thinks that this woman is amazing. <laughs> Anyway, um, back to to my guest, Olga. So Olga um, basically has spent two decades empowering people, achieving their highest version of themselves, as I mentioned. She combines like kind of like a smorgasbord, if you will, of ancient wisdom, psychology of self-love, where it originates, how to achieve it. She helps her clients um, develop strategies for personal and professional transformation. Basically, at the end of the day, just learning how to fuel positive energy. So that could be if you're going into a, uh, you know, conference room for a work meeting or walking into a crowded bar to meet like a bunch of friends or just, ha- you know, grab a, a nightcap, if you will. And so that you coming, um, on into the room it, with energy, with uh, a solid vibes and essentially like just kind of exuding confidence and, happiness from within in the hope that obviously that'll be kind of like a boomerang effect and it'll come back to you with your, um, maybe a date or just like a good, Conversation or enlightenment or whatever it may be. So she has a lot of really good nuggets and some insight that we won't, she's going to dive into with us in this episode. Um, just be very open minded because she does share a lot of things in terms of how to achieve self love and how that's so important. We kind of stress that all the time here on the Race for the Ring. Uh, if you're looking for love, the first place, the first person you need to love before you actually find it elsewhere um, is from within. So without further ado, let's go right in. Into- to a convo with Olga Perez. Hi, Olga. Welcome to Race for the Ring. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, of course. We want to get right into it. But before we do, share a little bit about who you are, how you became Olga Perez, and some of the strategies that you help individuals and also uh you know, men and women, obviously, and maybe companies and things of that nature kind of like cut through the um red tape and in life, if you will.
2: So who's Olga Perez? Well, at at the at the core of it, I'm Olga Schmutz Perez. I, okay. Because okay. I come from Spain. I have a background where there's certain countries that use both last names of both parents, right? Okay. So I'm Olga Marie sorry, Olga Maria Schmutz Perez. So that's my background. Okay. okay. Um so my dad was in was in the Navy, met my mother in Spain. They got married. Long story short, she's like, I want to go back to my country. But I was born while he was in the Navy, I was born in Naples, Italy. And so that's in a nutshell, part of my background, but hold on. Mm-hmm. You are like, who's Olga Esprez? So how does she become a life coach? And by the way, I'm actually a life strategist. And the reason why mm-hmm. I say that is because life coach is so like cookie cutter. It's so like umbrella. And, there,
1: and there's a, like, a dime a dozen of people are like life coaches, right? Exactly. So just can you, before we get into that, why don't you, the rest of what I just asked you, why don't you explain the difference between a life strategist versus like a life coach per se?
2: Great question, great question. In my opinion, uh, li- a life coach is someone that you know goes the to, to, to this like training and like I'm a life coach, like I'm going to help you mm-hmm. live your life. Where me as a life strategist, I'm like, but no human, not one, is a cookie cutter. So mm-hmm. it has to be life strategy because mm-hmm. if you come to me and you're like. How do I get along with my husband or my wife or, right? Like mm-hmm. you have a, a specific issue. So there's no way you can train somebody to say, how can you be a life coach? How can you, you know, teach me how to live life? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's a, a great question because when I was going through, I'm getting off topic. It's
1: okay. It sets Wait. it up for what we're going to talk about. So go ahead. Just share and lighten us a little bit.
2: It's all right. Thank you. At the end of the day, who are we? Human. Right? Mm-hmm. And what do we all want? Same thing.
1: Happiness, security. I'm in, I'm in
2: grad school oh, for psychology. You want, a, you want <laughs> yeah, happiness. Yeah. People always ask me, how are you always happy? Because mm-hmm. I've suffered. So you can't just sell happiness to someone who's never suffered you've got Mm -hmm. to know the opposite you've Mm -hmm. got to know what's the the opposite of happiness with misery which i've been there too but at years ago everyone's like oh my god this girl everything she wants she gets i worked very hard because i was ego driven meaning Mm -hmm. i didn't understand and although i was very spiritual i was just like what they all they always tell us work hard work hard do your best. I did all that stuff. And every time there was massive obstacles. Anyway, hold on. I know. You're like, wait, I just asked you a major question. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, there's chapters of that. But to, so to funny. go back to where your question was, you said happiness. And it's funny because that's what I've, I've made my whole life about that. Mm-hmm. Because they always assumed she's happy, always. Even when she loses everything, gets in a car accident, she survived death multiple times, like, okay, that's happiness. It's like, uh, so going back again to your question of, okay, hold on. When you said happiness, which is what I've been propagating for years, it was, I I, I realized that it wasn't happiness the answer, it was to love and be loved. Mm -hmm. So the way to happiness was, To learn how to love and be loved. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying
1: it's yeah like- definitely well that's part of it for sure i mean the main core of it like you're saying for sure so what is the main if you had to say like main one or two points what's the biggest difference i guess between which if you're helping people obviously like kind of cope figure out like their life based on their obstacles that they have on their plate and obviously as you said and i completely attest to everything everybody's made up differently everybody has different backgrounds everybody has gene- different genetic backgrounds everybody has different childhood experiences. childhood adult experiences, et cetera, et cetera, that kind of create us, you know, into the uh, people that we show up to be every day. So, um, in your experience, obviously, um, having been this life, life strategist as long as you've been, what are some of the main issues that people today are facing? Um, you know, if you could s- kind of speak a little bit more specifically to relationships and love that obviously more our, our audience, but I'm, oh, I'm interested to hear in general also, like, what are the main issues coming out of COVID and dealing with all this stress of uncertainty and like, you know, economic struggles and, you know, Death and destruction and all of the above.
2: <laughs> You're so cute. I just, <laughs> I know you, you are think? listening to us right now when you end But thank you. I'm watching your <laughs> face. and I'm that. like, oh, I feel you so much. Um, number one, what are the facts? What are the facts? We're living in a in a dimension of. What is real, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if someone, if your mother says to you or your father says to you, do this, do that, right? Well, do they really say these things because they don't want us to do well? No, of course they want us to do well. But here's the one thing I, I, I deal with every day, whether it's male, female, he, she, I don't care, right? No gender, mm-hmm. no sex, we're mm-hmm. all human. It always comes down to love and be loved everybody wants to be loved to love and be loved and maybe they're like doing like instagram selfies and they're thinking and they get the dopamine effect when people get the all the likes right Mm -hmm. meanwhile there's another component to that are they getting paid for that right oh yeah it's not authentic
1: yeah right. social media typically is never yeah Yeah, but most people don't realize that, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I go, okay,
2: who are you, right? Who are you? Who do you wanna be? And that's when everyone looks at me and they're like, (laughs) you see my eyes, they're like. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, who do you wanna be? Who do you wanna be? And these are people, uh, male, female, like I said, genderless, sexless, ageless. I have a client. Um, I want to be a senior SVP of Citizens Bank, and I'm 50. I'm like, "Is okay. that realistic for that person?" Oh no, I mean' Okay. Made it happen. All right. That's a great That's question. Awesome. How did I make it happen? That's the thing. So when we're talking about relationships, uh, I believe we spoke or we emailed each other, and like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, what, what can I give you, or what, what does your audience wants to know the most about? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that even my friends, my colleagues, they're like, how is it that you always are friends with all your exes? Are you friends with every
1: single one?
2: Every single one. That's fantastic. I've never had one that hasn't ever.
1: Did you always end even- amicably or was it Or some cases like eventually you had, we went back and you were able to kind of like... Nope. Burn the, whatever that expression is, bury the hatchet or whatever. The yeah, yeah. Burn a bridge or
2: something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, because all of my, not just clients, friends, my own family, they're like, wait, you're still talking to your ex-husband. You're still talking to all these people. I'm like, ha? so if you're with me on this one, how do you make love to someone and then you never talk to them again? You just open your heart and soul to another mm-hmm. human being. And all of a sudden you're supposed to be strangers and hateful. That's impossible to me. So when people say to me, both well, how did you do it? That's a, that is a good question. I didn't know that I was just being me. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was a question. Mm-hmm. I go,
1: Sure. How did do I do you like then in order to do that? Because this is the show is obviously about banishing burnout. And part of the burnout is carrying the burden of oh, a lot of bees right now. Awesome. Carrying the burden of baggage, right? Another bee. Baggage from past relationships that aren't you didn't have closure with necessarily, or as my professor would say, you've unfinished business with them. <laughs> um, at any rate, um, do you, are, uh, mentally, are you, are you able to do that so easily because you kind of skip over the, uh, I guess, rewind, like passing over like the bad stuff that happened perhaps at the end of the relationship that was the demise of your relationship and focus on the happier times, like the more pleasantries and things of that nature? That's
2: a great question. But I, but I'm going to tell you, nope. Really? Nope. Your mother, right? I am. Mm-hmm. Just let's imagine um, that you have very healthy children or whatever. I do, thank God. Knock wood, Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. if you had a child that had a mental disability, not disability, mm-hmm. but a mental like ADHD, right? So, you know, as a life strategist, I am, I have to understand the human makeup. Right. So, A, not, you know what? I didn't be, again, I didn't become a life strategist because I'm the know it all or the expert. I am the human right. and the the non-judgment. So I go, mm-hmm. okay, I'm dealing mm-hmm. with someone who's got ADHD, whether it's my client, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so are they, yeah, they have ways to deal with it. They could be better. They could take medication. They could go to therapy, which is totally true. Mm-hmm. But- as a parent, and mind you, I just said, I'm not a parent, right? but I'm going, mm-hmm. when I was dating people with mental disabilities, my friends would say, how are you dating this person? What kind of disabilities? Like I just said, ADHD. ADHD. Okay. It's the last guy okay. I dated. Like mental health issues. Okay. Well, but is it like That's- mental like, you know, like depression?
1: Yeah. No? Well, yeah, but ADHD is also kind of in that. Exactly, but to, what about yeah, dyslexia?
2: Yeah. Like mm-hmm. people that can't communicate. Like, you know what? Okay. I love that you asked me right. that question. Right, it's much
1: harder. For sure, you have to have a lot of patience yes. and cut them slack
2: because, But yeah, if I was the mother of a kid who had some kind of, when I do quotes, mental disability, meaning there's 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 an, uh, a wide range of it, right? Right, but right. I mm-hmm. think, oh, this guy's not for me, but- if I was his mother, doesn't he deserve to be loved or she? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm into women or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. He deserves to be loved. empathy for the people, right? And you have compassion. Yeah. 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 But okay. It's just, it's not that easy to say, oh, because you understand them and you have compassion or empathy, then mm-hmm. that can work. No. You've already had to have the, the... Exercise, like military exercise, mm-hmm. not to bring in the military. I'm just saying, like the the I've had the practice where I'm like Olga, you already know, people that I've dated or been married to or or lived with, and they go, "Well, you know, I'm not perfect." I'm like, "That's not that's not good enough." New excuse, <laughs> like, own your shit, <laughs> like, yeah, own it, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I don't remember everything you said. I'm like, but I remember everything you said. I can remember everything <laughs> I say, you know? And they're like, and so what I've learned and what I've done through practice over and over again, I go, what did I just tell, what did I just say to you? And they go, Oh god, I don't need you to tell me that again. Just 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 move on. I'm like, no, repeat. Because I used to be a second grade teacher. I was a teacher for years. Uh-huh. So I realized with children, when you have them look at you in the eye and you say, and I'm telling you, I'm look at me. I'm like all over the place. No, it's, like,
1: it's all right. I'm like listening. I'm like, I might apply this to
2: my 10-year-old at I'm home. Telling go you. on. Yes. <laughs> because it's like, I'm like, you're going to tell me you're 30-something years old. Like my partner's, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, I can tell a two-year-old to put the blue square into the blue box. And and they hear it. And they do it. And now you're 30-something. you're like, what? I'm like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. because I'm a, a communication major on that. That's my third degree, in wow! College. But mm-hmm. that doesn't make me an expert. Like anybody can go to college; that doesn't make you great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can go to, yeah. The to med med school doesn't make you a great surgeon.
1: No, exactly. Exactly. you, know I mean? how you show up.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: 100. So I'm yeah. like,
2: so I started to realize. Oh my god, what I used to do with two year olds or five year olds, I have to do with my own lovers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look them in the eye. What I just tell you, they're like uh that you don't like me to leave the dishes in the sink for more than 24 hours i'm like you got it so tomorrow when i tell you <laughs> i'm not <laughs> did it resonate when you spoke
1: to him like that, when you spoke to them like that? and did they really did they it resonate, it change their behavior patterns and like okay good you know what I was saying matters you know was right
2: say i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry all right. I'm
1: not- yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the the burnout, right? So, um, what are uh, you know? Obviously, if you're carrying baggage around with your ex, as we were talking about, the best yeah. thing to do is try to have some closure with that person. Um, and obviously, the best way to do that is to reach out and try to like kind of like mend the bad vibe between the two of you. But if you can't, there's obviously other ways that you can do it, inter- like independently. Um, just to kind of like not necessarily completely forgive and forget, but just to sort of like have an understanding of why things happen. I guess you were saying to me about the ADHD uh, example is that you are more open to the fact that some of your partners may have been challenged and not been able to have the tools to show up as the best person that you needed in your life, correct? I sort of feel the same way about a couple people that have crossed through my life as well that have... Not been pleasant experiences in the end, unfortunately, but I have been able to kind of like almost look at them as, I don't want to say I feel sorry for them, but like, I'm sort of like, I get it and it's, it's fine. It's not for me, but like, I get it. right. Is that sort of what you're saying too, so that you can find inner happiness and then move on and try to find love. Cause we all do want love and to be loved. As you're saying, I completely agree with you.
2: We're made out of it. We're made of it. Right. The heart doesn't beat without love. Right. 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 If you have a garden and you treat it like crap, you're not going to get flowers. So You go out the garden and you water it and you give them all the, right? So Mm -hmm. you're right. Right. Like you already know.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you are single um, and you don't have the baggage with the ex or you've now done the work and the ex baggage is kind of on a shelf, you know, or maybe in the turn aisle of the (laughs) airport or whatever what's the next step towards eliminating the baggage and our burnout, I should say, not baggage, um, banishing it as the show is saying, like, what are some of the things that we can do with our personal lives so that we aren't feeling tired of the whole process and stuff like that?
2: It's a a great question. Great question. Don't make the take, take you to Buddha. (laughs) Like, like at the end of the day, you got to drop the ego, but when you say to someone your ego, they're automatically offended. Because mm-hmm. what are we taught, or what do we mm-hmm. see on television? We see the ego. Like, oh, mm-hmm. your ego, you're you're egocentric, you're egotistical. It's like we're mm-hmm. all ego. Oh, yeah. Everybody has that. Yeah. How did I become friends with all my exes? I'm like, take everything. I'll give you the house, and I mean it. I've done mm-hmm. it. I've done it. Many times, not once, many times.
1: How many times have you been separate or do, have you been married?
2: How many times? I was times? divorced. I, I, I was married once. Uh I was okay. 19, got divorced at 21, mm-hmm. then moved in with the next guy who was divorced with two kids. Mm-hmm. So automatically I became a stepmom mm-hmm. um, at 23, and my stepson was 12. Yeah. Or, 20, or 13. Yeah, like a, literally yeah. 10 years younger than me.
0: That's and challenging. Crazy
2: yeah. Yeah. Now I'm 50, and at my last two boyfriends are 10 years younger than me, which is exactly my crazy. Of course, I wouldn't date you know somebody at 13 when I'm 23. But regardless, uh-huh. um, and yet that's the other thing I was telling you. It's not just that I've made all my exes my friend; even their kids still reach out to me mm-hmm. because I remember telling them, "I'm not your stepmom. If anything, I might be your older sister." because I'm for you. So so I come from a place of love. It's not, mm-hmm. the the recipe isn't, how do you do this? How do you get over this? Or blah, blah, blah. My place is, if I was their mother, what would I want? Like, if I was a mother and I had kids that are, you know, and I'm in a divorce and a divorce and they have to meet some other woman, and don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. woman, male, doesn't matter, right? The exes or the new boyfriend, girlfriend, the new partners—we don't know who they are. They can be awful. Mm -hmm. But I was just acting from a place of the other of what if these were my children? I I would hope that I would have someone. So how do you do that, right? So it's like, okay, Olga, are you a unique situation that you just did that? No, no. I came from massive abuse. And so I understood empathy. I understood love. And I understood at a very young age, what, what makes us happy? It's love. It's the truth, right? Like I said. But if you, you don't have, have a partner, I totally agree with what
1: you're saying here, you 150%. And I'm getting but if talking. you don't have a partner and you're single... And you're burnt out of life and like, you know, the dating process is pretty brutal. Sometimes I can attest to that. Um, I'm not saying I'm burnt out of life. I'm just speaking in terms of perhaps some of our listeners, maybe. What can they do to kind of find love or find inner love or whatever the recipe is to sort of not feel the burden of all of this like burnout that we're all kind of dealing with?
2: Great question. Great question. So at the end of the day, I'm sorry, but it's the whole be the change you want to see, right? Mm -hmm. Be the light you want to see. So if you're doing all this burnout, which by the way, I went through one year where everyone's like, okay, you're so picky. That's why you're single. I'm like, I'm not that picky. I'm just looking for a good person, right? So I went through this whole year and this is even before a book came out where this woman wrote a book about don't say no, right? Like, say yes to everything. I did that. Way oh, before. I read that
1: book. That was by Shonda Rhimes, see? right? Do you see what that I was mean? That was a good book. Yes, that that's what it's called. That was a good book. All right. But, yeah, go ahead. Continue. I Continue. I didn't to interrupt book, you. But at the same yeah. time,
2: every time you get rejected, which, by the way, 50% of my clients come to me for dating issues, all mm-hmm. ages, male mm-hmm. and female,
0: mm-hmm. it doesn't matter.
2: Mm-hmm. And I go, the first thing I tell them to do is get off the dating website. Because Is that
1: really what you say? Why? Yes.
2: Because, why? Good question. Because
1: first I hate of all, I'm curious why you say that, though. Go ahead. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I
2: did it before the apps even existed, right? Because I'm old.
1: I'm <laughs> so you're not 50. that much older than me,
2: but go on, <laughs> oh, girl. You, <laughs> you look, look amazing, by the way, uh, but that's fine. All right, go uh, ahead. Thank you. Yeah. But if you say that, I'm telling you, if you say that, it's because of my attitude. Of, yeah. Yeah, I believe. I don't that. believe in what people tell me. You know what I mean. And there's mm-hmm. there's no Botox here. Like, hopefully, you well, see. Well, I can't say the same,
1: but <laughs> I can't tell a lot. But all right, so go ahead. Back to the topic. So you were telling me about the apps. You I don't like the apps. Why don't you like done. the apps? What's your why don't you like the apps? Well, number
2: one, great question. Because even before the apps existed. When people would be like, oh, my God, Olga, you probably have no problem. You're tracking me, 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 me. I'm like, really? I have to come up with stuff to walk up to a guy. Like, say, you're into dudes, right? And I walk right. up to a, a dude, and I'm like, what's your sign?
1: I had to make up this stuff to get my their God, attention. You didn't say that, did you? Yes, what's I What's your sign?
2: Oh, not <laughs> only that. I walked up <laughs> to some dudes, and I'm like, are you kidding? Oh, and they're like, funny. what made you think that? And I just wanted to break the ice. Yeah. They, yeah. They would not yeah. approach me. This is yeah. prior to the apps. So here's the problem with the apps. So I already had a problem before the apps. Mm. Meaning I'm a single individual. Uh, I'm outgoing. Like I should mm-hmm. have no problem. And people are like, Oh my God, you probably have so many people like you. I'm like, mm. think again. Right. Then the apps come out. and I'm like, I was already saying before the app. I'm like, you got to get out of your way or you have to connect. Like you have to have the eye, the look, you know, like, yeah, like yeah. Baby, you know, like this with your hair and you're know, flirting. You
1: know? No, it's hard. And the it's, so aesthetic. Takes that all it's only, yeah. Like, okay. So I'm going to pause you for just a second. So I mm-hmm. wanted to share a little like quick, quick antidote. So I was out Friday night with a bunch of friends and one guy, um, who's in a relationship, uh, married to, and then another woman who was married. And then there was another guy who was married. I was, but I didn't know the second guy that was married that I just mentioned. The other two are my, are dear friends of mine. This other guy came, kind of came along for the ride, so to speak. And, um, I was really connected to him. Like he's handsome, but he wasn't like hot but his personality yes. made him like really good looking to me yes. um but he's married and like nothing obviously happened but i'm my I guess my point was in talking with my, my girlfriend, my, the female friend that was there after the evening, kind of like, kind of assessing how the evening went. She's like, I know he, like that's your type. Right. And I'm like, yes, that's my type. Cause it's his energy. And I'm like, see, that's yes. the problem with the apps. I said, because on an app, I would have never given him it. Like I would have swiped swipe left and instantly, that's right. that's but right. in reality, I really liked the guy. I mean, I'm not, nothing's happening, but I'm just giving that as an example, like yes. how the apps are so superficial and
2: they're really not good. You know, I'm telling ideas. you, I have yeah. men and women, you name it. Like, I don't care sex, gender. Cause I'm talking, I have gay clients, transgender clients. Yeah. You name it. And the one thing, the common denominator that I get from all of them is mm-hmm. how bad they feel. That's when they contract me. That's when they hire me. Cause mm. you're like, I'm starting to think, and, and mind you, it's not just the sex, age, gender, right? It's right, the fact right. that they're beat up. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what's yeah. wrong with me? And so thank you for bringing me back to my point because obviously I'm so We both are all, we both all over the place. It's okay. Well, the it's thing fine. is, is that when I tell them get off the app,
1: because mm-hmm.
2: there's two things. Number one, it's too easy to swipe. Mm. So that's, you're deducted to that like a Mm CV, a resume. Mm -hmm. Number one, number two, that's why you called me. Cause you're Mm -hmm. like, and, and mind you, I actually help my clients and I completely change their profile on their Tinder, whatever, uh, Bumble, whatever you call it. Cause I'm telling you, I got them all. And they all of a sudden go, Oh my God, I only got like two texts or two calls a day. Now I got 20. Just Mm -hmm. because I changed their profile. Why? Cause I go, do you really want this? Are you playing around? I have one of my clients. He's a doctor. I'm very busy, so he's thinking, "How am I going to meet someone if I don't sign up to this?" And I say, "Right, right." The catch one too. Yeah. Right. Well, there's a. He's a client that's saying, "I'm too busy to meet people," and this is. I'm not trying to be, you know, cheap or or lazy, right? But then I got another woman, and she's very successful and gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous. And yeah, she's calling me, going. i'm starting to hate myself Mm, that's awful on dates uh whether she pays or the guy pays so it's not about money anymore it's literally Mm -hmm. and then she's having sex with this person and she goes i hated myself because he forced himself but now that she's claiming rape the bottom line is she's like um can we just go on another date like so as you could yes.
1: See. No. It's so they're so pushy. I I hear her, and then in your mind you're like, I don't want to be like prude and yes! come off like not yes! a cool girl, like fun. Like this one guy I was talking to was like doing things like whatever on text inappropriate, and they pick like, whatever. I mean I hadn't met him, but he's yep. like, look, I'm giving you some bait. You're not even taking the bait, and I was like, oh maybe I have to loosen up. Maybe he's right. And then I was like but that's not, like, that's not cool. Like I don't, Mm-mm. it's not my style. Like I, you know, Mm-mm. so I, but I hear her, I feel for her. It's, it is, it's hard. It is. So I told her, I go in like, six months
2: and I'll find you, <laughs> I'll find you a partner in six months. If you get off the dating website, she's like, how, how, well, how did people have done it for centuries? You go out, but mind you, this woman I just talked to you about, this was prior to, COVID. You know, yeah. Key. Yeah. Like, COVID changed a lot. You know what I mean? I don't want your <laughs> podcast to get censored. But the other guy who's a doctor who gets vaccinated the whole night, but he has a problem with like being in groups even prior to the C. Right. The he antisocial. He has no, social anxiety. Yes. No. According oh. to him, I'm just busy. Oh, maybe he doesn't like it. So I okay. Tell him I go, the next person that texts you on that, whether it's Tinder, Bumble, whatever you're on, I go, Two Texas max. If you can't meet on Skype or FaceTime, they're not worth your time. Move on.
1: I agree. I know. I the same way. I'm like, I don't hey. want to continue this like texting situation, just meet and then call it
2: a day. Well, <laughs> it's like too about much time
1: time into somebody you don't even know if it's like gonna be like worth your time. Yeah. I Let's agree with self-love. that. I definitely agree with that. That's really appreciate. good advice. So, how long ago did you um did you tell your um that woman that you were talking about? How long ago did you tell her to to get off of the apps? Was that recent that was, or that was
2: like a a year or two prior to COVID? But oh, she's not the only person. Is she I single did. or
1: is she with somebody now? Does she um, meet someone? I
2: haven't talked to her in a few months. Okay, okay. But all I know is that it was working really well.
1: That's good. So she was going out and like kind of being more open to like talking to people, and that's awesome. Bar,
2: order an app or whatever. But Mm -hmm. mind you, one of the things I do as a coach, depending on the client, if they pay me, Mm -hmm. because when it's not about money, it's about the fact that if you do it for free, people don't listen. They just no,
1: of course, they just have me sit next to them and And like your time, and you're giving value. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
2: not just that, but like literally. I've been doing it for so long that people are like, oh my God, oh, the husband I have or the wife that I have is because of Olga. I'm like, mm-hmm. "That's nice. I there, I facilitated it, but I believe that there's certain things that are meant to be. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, they're like, oh, can you come out? I just broke up with this person. Can you come out and help me? And it's like, well, how do I pay my bills like you oh yeah it. no
1: yeah it's so, funny if friends ask me to pitch things all the time to the media I like mean? i'm like i mean so it I, depends if oh, it depends on what time totally, it's going to take totally. me but like i get it i get it totally all right miss olga well we are out of time but if you have to like just give us like some last pieces of advice like last minute like wrap up tidbits to brick keep into our pocketbook of life so to speak um in terms of when we're feeling down and out, <laughs> um, like where to find like the happiness, um, also what to keep in mind when we're going out, like so that we're in the right frame of mind when we go out, because that's obviously key as well. You want to bring it, so to speak, like full on when you're gonna, you know, go out to dinner, go out for drinks, even if you're going out with a bunch of girls, like you want to like have the good energy, right? Because that if you go out and you're kind of like uh, you're not gonna even like exude any Ex- kind of thing positive and no one's going to really want to be in your aura, right?
2: Right. But wait, your your question?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I was just asking for some advice, like things that people can do if they, to make well, sure the that they, the day, they come in, in a good mindset.
2: What do I do? I teach people self-love. Why? Because when you love yourself, you don't allow yourself to be beaten up. You don't allow, allow yourself to be uh, uh, insulted. So like mm-hmm. we were talking about the one client, uh, gorgeous person, very successful. She goes on the internet. She starts to date, da-da-da. And then she's like, what am I doing? And her, her, her self-esteem was being beat up. So she mm-hmm. calls me. She's like, am I missing mm-hmm. the boat? Or, or how do I do this? I'm like, well, it's just not that easy. You can't just get on an app and oh, this person likes me. This person doesn't like me. It's like you're going to get rejected.
1: We yeah, we are go in with that mindset. But when you're going out, like to, with to go out and like just like you're saying, like to go off the apps and be out in the mingle and kind of meet people in person. What can you? Is there some quick things you can kind of like psych yourself
2: up so that you're in a good frame of mind? That's sort yes. of what my question was. You walk okay. in the room and you know that you're the best. Not because you're the most prettiest. Not because you're the most successful, not because you're the most intelligent, you walk in with love. Mm -hmm. But again, that's, that's why this takes us to another level because it's like, what is love? Love Mm -hmm. is self-love. If you don't know self-love, you don't know what love is. So you can't be looking for somebody to love you if you don't even know what self-love is. you got to love yourself. When people want to gravitate towards me or they want to hang out with me or whatever they do, they're just like, oh, we just love your energy. Where does that energy come from? I came from massive abuse. So where does my love come from?
1: Well, Nobody you obviously healed, me. right? I mean, you sound like, I don't want to get into like all of that, but it sounds right. like you're obviously you've done a lot of deep work and that you've really overcome that, right? And you know, it's not you. And, <laughs> and yeah. So when, uh.
2: whenever you're at, whether you're on an app or whether you're walking into a public place, you should always, without a doubt, walk in going, I love myself. That's good. And then you are invincible. Think about that's- it. If I walk in a room or any situation, I go, I love myself. You're, you're screwed. <laughs> you're done. That's true. That's true. Go ahead. You do me all that. you want. No, if you don't no, love yourself, right. no one's going to love you either. So that's awesome. Wow, how do you yeah. teach people how to love yourself? Which is what I do. Right. And it's, right. it's it's a lot deeper than just saying, okay, I'm just going to love myself today. Oh, no. no.
1: No, it's hard. A lot of people have we to do to a lot of work to, to get to that point for sure. Well,
2: all right, if, so we, if we human. want
1: to learn how to love ourselves, Olga, how can we find you?
2: olgasperez.com.
1: That's easy enough. Okay. What about Instagram? Are you on
2: social media and all that? Obviously. All of them. com. Okay. Instagram, All your TikTok. handles are there. Actually, TikTok is the only one I think it's positive Perez. Okay. I was Which one is us. positive Perez? TikTok? Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Very good. We'll, we'll have links and everything in the show notes so people can find you. All right, Ms. Olga. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and thank sharing you. some insight and love. And now and my pocketbook is so much lighter now.
2: <laughs> you are so oh. amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Okay, bye.